Welcome back to the Hemingway List Podcast. We're talking about Book 5, Chapter 4 of War and Peace. Pierre is really getting in deep with the Masons. How do you think they will react if he tries to leave? And do you think he will try to leave? Good questions. These, By the way, these questions, as always, are by user 7 of 9. They're from last year's discussions. Recycling the questions. <clears throat> You know, I never really got the thought that he would try to leave. Maybe he wouldn't stick with it, you know, but I wouldn't, I didn't get the feeling that they would be particularly like hostile if he did try to leave. Like he could just sort of not turn up and that would be that. Brett Peterson says, I'm a Freemason, although my experience is 21st century American and not 19th century Russian. I can see some similarities and differences between the initiation ceremonies. It's very cool that we've got a Freemason listener to me it's um <clears throat> so mysterious such a mysterious society um well he left out some important parts i've read that this description is accurate and i'm not familiar with the history of freemasonry in russia but the descriptions here seem incomplete some things aren't explained at all like why they took his medals or why they took his shoe and those things are all explained in our current ritual at least the version we use in idaho to answer the question, if he just stops going to meetings or something, the Masons probably won't do anything. The only documented cases of Masonic retribution was when people threatened to reveal secrets in a big way, like publishing an expose book. I don't think Pierre would have the guts to do something like that. Feel free to ask me any questions you may have about our fraternity, and I will answer so far as I can without violating any oaths. Oh, it's so cool that you've got oaths that you can't violate. <laughs> Um, Pythagorean Bean came in with a good question so the Grandmaster tells Pierre he must not stain the white apron but earlier Pierre notices the man with the blood stained apron is there a reasoning behind this like a symbol of punishment are y'all still given the apron and gloves and told to keep them clean Brett Peterson says yes we are given the apron and told to keep it clean I can't remember if it's explicit but I understood it more metaphorically than literally I never saw any blood in my initiation though so I'm not sure what that was about <clears throat> excuse me very interesting alright well it's cool that we have a reference here for some Freemason questions because I'm sure that that's going to be a continuing part of the book Pierre's Freemasonry um, but I'm going to keep it short and sweet tonight because it's a short chapter as well. So let's just breeze through this podcast, have a nice short one for you, and we can all get on with our lives, which for me is watching The Bourne Ultimatum, which is currently on TV. Awesome movie. Okay, um, the day after... Sorry, this is chapter five. Here we go. The day after he had received, had been received into the lodge, Pierre was sitting at home reading a book and trying to fathom the significance of the square one side of which symbolised God, another moral things, a third physical things, and a fourth a combination of these. Now and then his attention wandered from the book and the square, and he formed in his imagination a new plan of life. On the previous evening at the lodge, he had heard that a rumour of his duel had reached the emperor and that it would be wiser for him to leave Petersburg. Pierre proposed going to his estates in the south and there attending to the welfare of his serfs, he was joyfully planning this new life when Prince Vasily suddenly entered the room. My dear fellow, what have you been up to in Moscow? Why have you quarrelled with Helena, Monsieur? 
"'You are under a delusion,' said Prince Vasily as he entered. "'I know all about it, and I can tell you positively "'that Helena is as innocent before you as Christ was before the Jews.' "'Pierre was about to reply, but Prince Vasily interrupted him. "'And why didn't you simply come straight to me as a f to a friend? "'I know all about it and understand it all,' he said. "'You behaved as becomes a man who values his honour, perhaps too hastily, "'but we won't go into that. "'But consider the position in which you are placing her and me "'in the eyes of society and even of the court,' he added, lowering his voice. "'She is living in Moscow and you are here, remember, dear boy?' and he drew Pierre's arm downwards. It is simply a misunderstanding. I expect you feel it so yourself. Let us write her a letter at once, or she'll come here, and all will be explained. Or else, my dear boy, let me tell you, it's quite likely you'll have to suffer for it. Prince Vasily gave Pierre a significant look. I know from reliable sources that the Dowager Empress is taking a keen interest in the whole affair. You know she is very gracious to Helena. Pierre tried several times to speak, but on one hand Prince Vasily did not let him, and on the other Pierre himself feared to begin to speak in the tone of decided refusal and disagreement in which he had firmly resolved to answer his father-in-law. Moreover, the words of the Masonic statutes, be kindly and courteous, recurred to him. He blinked, went red, got up and sat down, struggling with himself to do what was for him the most difficult thing in life, to say an unpleasant thing to a man's face to say what the other, whoever he might be, did not expect. He was so used to submitting to Prince Vasily's tone of careless self-assurance that he felt he would be unable to withstand it now, but he also felt that on what he said now his future depended. Whether he would follow the same old road or that new path so attractively shown him by the Masons, on which he firmly believed he would be reborn to a new life. Now, dear boy said Prince Vasily playfully, yes, say yes, and I'll write to her myself, and I will, and we will kill the fatted calf. But before Prince Vasily had finished his playful speech, Pierre, without looking at him and with a kind of fury that made him like his father, muttered in a whisper, Prince, I did not ask you here, go, please, go. And he jumped up and opened the door for him. Go, he repeated, amazed at himself, and glad to see the look of confusion and fear that showed itself on Prince Vasily's face. What's the matter with you? Are you ill? Go, the quivering voice repeated, and Prince Vasily had to go without receiving any explanation. A week later, Pierre, having taken leave of his new friends, the Masons, and leaving large sums of money with them for alms, went away to his estates. His new brethren gave him letters to the Kiev and Odessa Masons, and promised to write to him and guide him in his new activity. There we go. There's a chapter for you done. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you tomorrow.